Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Communication Means Talking Together. I'm Archan Bakshi. This week, I actually had more than one person ask me some variation of the same question, which was, how can I do better at my next interview? A lot of people are looking for a change of scene, looking for a new job, perhaps even looking for a promotion within their own company. Whatever the case may be, it's nerve-wracking, right? You can be as well-trained and well-experienced as you want, and yet you might still have nerves, and, and perhaps you are just not sure what to expect from the experience. And just like with most things in life, it is the unknown that gives us the most concern, right? Understandably so. So here are five interview tips that I think you'll find quite essential. Tip number one. It's about the connection. Okay. Sounds very simple, right? Sounds very... I've heard that before. But think about it. Very often, and because I've been on both sides of the table, if you will, perhaps you have as well, the person that's looking and meeting and talking to many different candidates, perhaps five, 10, 20 candidates for the same position, some by email, some on the phone, some on Zoom, some in person. Depends where you are, depends how competitive it is. And what might it, it, what it might come down to is, sure, you eliminate a few people by, okay, this is what college they went to, this is the major they had, this, this was the uh, prior work experience, and this is their... These are their references. And, and there's all these other pieces that we look at, which we can talk about another time. But let's say there's two people, and they're pretty close, and they're almost as good as each other. It's really hard to split them apart. What do you think the hiring team is saying to each other? Some version of, I have a good feeling about that person. Now, what does that mean? It could mean anything. It could mean we connected. It could mean, hey, we both enjoy talking about baseball. It could mean, hey, we both, you know, grew up in the same uh, small town. It could mean, I just like the way this person made me laugh. You know, maybe the candidate was really humorous in the interview. Who knows? And the point is, the subtleties of your personality, your interests, your demeanor, your people skills to be very general about it, have a amorphous impact on the other person that goes far beyond and away from the concrete value that you might bring to the interview. So if you go with the intent of being professional, but also making a friend, and finding a balance in between, getting a sense of things early on. How formal is this person trying to be? 
and perhaps they give you an opening to tell you, tell the interviewer about yourself. That's the kind of opening that people dream of. Now, that is, you might say, a pretty typical question. And yet, that's really the question that people never know how to handle. So let's think about it. Let's strategize. How do you make a strong, positive connection with the interviewer? Number one, you're trying your best to just tell your own story. Okay? Start with the headline. Keep it down to about a minute. And most importantly, make sure your personality comes through in addition to your credentials. Okay? So to recap, you're trying to tell your own story, get your personality through, get your credentials through, but begin with a headline. A headline would be something like, uh, I'm the uh, principal software engineer at such and such company, and I handle blah, blah, blah kind of projects with a team of blah, blah, blah people. That might be your headline. But then build upon it, extend upon it. See how much more time they're willing to give you and give a little bit more personal stuff, right? Now, we're not talking your dating profile type personal stuff like walks on the beach and puppy dogs and kittens. We're talking your perspective, right? Uh, you can say something like, I'm an optimist. I believe in hard work. I believe I want to be the last person in, uh, last person to leave the building and first person to enter the building. You, some of that might sound cliched, but that's just, you know, because we're trying to get you to think about it, personalize it, talk about yourself, give a sense of whom this person might be hiring well beyond what's written on your resume. Okay. So that was the first tip, which was, it's all about connection. Okay. The second, which kind of we touched upon in the first was every interview has a certain structure and a rhythm that you can prepare for. Okay. So the number one thing when preparing for that, I guess, predictable structure is get your script ready. All you're trying to do is put together four or five, maybe more basic scripts. Uh, you've heard them all. Your uh, top success, your top failure that you've learned from um, what is, uh, let's see if I can think of another one. Uh, you know, what is the one skill you'd like to uh, learn? Show, so you have to show that you are somebody who's willing to learn and grow and not just hang your head on the diplomas you already have or the certifications you already have. And definitely try and think about a question like, what would you do? Uh, let's say the, the new position you hired and position starts tomorrow. What would you do to hit the ground running if you had to start the job tomorrow? Give people a vision that you have for the role. How are you going to be the best one at it? And how are you going to really bring some momentum very early on? Okay. So far, we've talked about the connection and playing to the predictive structure. The third tip that I'd like to offer you is make it a conversation. Okay. Think about that for a second. What's the most obvious way that, you know, the, the other person can 
chime in a bit, right? Well, number one is almost every interviewer towards the end will ask, do you have any questions for us? Okay. And I actually had someone suggest, uh, a very good suggestion actually, was what if you don't wait for them to ask that question? Or uh, what if you just ask a couple of questions up top about the position, right? And so let's, let's think about what, whether they're in the beginning or in the end uh, of the interview, what are some questions you could ask the interviewer? I'll give you three, two, to get you thinking. The first one you definitely want to ask is, why did you join this company, right? And, and this one might uh, catch them off guard because it's not the typical one, right? The typical one would be, uh, what is, I guess, the uh, ideal candidate? What does the, the ideal candidate look like that you're looking to hire? Still a pretty good question, but I've, I've at least heard that from a few people. But imagine asking, and I actually have tried this, uh, you know, on either side of the table. What, why did you, the interviewer, why did you join up with this company? What do you like about it? Right. And that gives us a chance to get to know how this person sees the company culture. Do they enjoy it? Do they like it? Do they hesitate, right? It's, it's sometimes it's not what they say, but how they say it. And of course, what they don't say, right? If they hesitate, if it sounds like a boilerplate answer, something you might read on the company website, then you definitely know it's not best, you know, culture, uh, to work at, or at least this person is not as motivated, which is, you know, perhaps the same thing, perhaps not. But the point is it, it gives a chance for the person to think, Hey, this person isn't here just for a paycheck. They want to really fit in. They want to thrive here. They want to build a community here, right? These are all very Silicon Valley type things because they want people to stick around. They want people to connect and be a good colleague. Remember, and this goes to our next tip. It's also about fit. Now you might ask, is connection and fit the same thing? Kind of. And yet not. Uh, let's let's try. Connection is on that one-to-one -one basis, right? Where you uh, are 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 basically uh, getting along really well and building rapport with the interviewer. That's building a connection, okay? And that goes to our uh, further tip, which we mentioned uh, that it's about structure. You get a chance to tell your stories. The stories help you to create a conversation with the interviewer and in that person really is it you, you want to invite them to speak, you know, as much as possible, uh, maybe not more than you, but who knows, maybe that's a good thing. I've had that happen before as well, because you may end up learning something that you can follow up on and, you know, turn the tables, you end up asking questions the show that you've really read into the company and the position and you have, uh, you know, real good insight as to what a, a, a successful vision and future plan might be. That brings us to tip number four, which is fit. Okay. It's, it's about fit. Okay. Before we define fit, 
think about the more boilerplate things that the company's looking for. Obviously, they want a certain educational background, right? Some people say nothing less than an MBA for a certain position, or nothing less than undergraduate college degree, or nothing less than a, a software engineering background, depending on you know the type of work, type of company, level of position. Okay, if you're a leader, they would like it if you have something like an MBA. So that's one. Another thing that people might you know consider an essential just from your resume in your application materials is the experience, right? Which is twofold, um, experience and also tenure. So you might have 10 year, 10 years, okay? Inter in, in numerically 10 years of experience, but it would work against you if there's gaps or if it seems like you're job hopping, like you're only spending a year and a half here, then two years here and three years here and another one year here. That doesn't look as good. Um, could be you're one of those really stoic uh, old-timer types and you have almost 10 years at just one company, maybe different positions, but at one company. And, and that, that looks good as well. So, so once I get past that, let's say I'm reviewing your application and I see you've got the right educational credentials, certifications, years of experience, tenure, can some consistency. Maybe if there's a cover letter, you have good writing skills, right? And that's really what a cover letter, in case you didn't know, is about. And that we'll come back to that in tip, uh, the bonus tip number five. But the fit piece is once I've met you, let's say I'm the interviewer. Let's say I connect with you. Let's say you tell good stories. Let's say you have interesting questions you ask me and, you know, you engage in, in banter. It's not this one-sided me asking you questions and you answering them type of uh, robotic deal. But supposing I can visually imagine you in the team that I'm hiring for, connecting with everybody, you exhibit the same company culture that is already very much in place. And you would be an asset and give it the same kind of energy that we're looking for, right? So now, of course, the follow-up is, I mean, how does an interviewee know that they are the right kind of fit? Like, it's all very well to say, yeah, you know, I'd love to be the right fit for the company. Well, the first thing you can do is the same way as we say ideal candidate, you can say, what, what's the fit for you? What's the company culture, right? So you can, in, in the conversation, the banter, lean, lean into that a little bit and say, I really do want to make sure we're the right fit. You know, one other reason why that might, that might be great is because a lot of the times we tend to undersell ourselves and we're like, oh, please, I hope I get a job, right? And, and that gives too much power to the interviewer and to the company. But if you're saying, hey, you know, I want to see, uh, you know, I, I'm looking for so many great, there's so many great opportunities out here. I'm trying to find the best fit for me and for the employer that we're great for each other. We work well together. Now you're, now you're making a, a more even power play. And as you go higher up the, the food chain, if you will, you can actually say this kind of stuff, maybe not at the entry level, but certainly once you've been a 
senior manager, director, senior director. You can say things like that, you know, and that's a power play. It's an assertion and it shows that you're willing to command the room or at least see, I, uh, you know, uh, s sort of talk at the same level as the person across the table. Okay. So now we've caught, we've talked a little bit about fit, but basically like the, the person has to be able to see you, the hiring uh, decision maker has to be able to see you in their mind's eye, sitting in that conference room with everybody else or sitting, you know, on the same floor as everybody else. And it should feel like it would be seamless, right? So that brings us to the fifth and final tip. The interview begins before hello. What am I saying? The interview, the interview begins the moment you make the first concrete action towards the position. That might be you sending in your resume. And it might be uh, sending in supplemental materials like a cover letter, references, and maybe pinging the person on social media like LinkedIn. You know, hey, I'm interested in your company. I've looked into this position. Would love to know more, something of that nature. So everything you send in, and, and this might sound like it's pretty obvious, but there's more to it. It's, it's more than your... Uh, it's more than your qualifications that are on the paper. It's more than the credentials you bring or the accolades, awards, or even the references and what rosy, wonderful things they might say about you. The care and the methodical approach that you put in when submitting your materials Clean fonts, easy to open files, prescribe, following the prescribed format if there are any instructions, right? Like they might say, create a profile here, but email us here, click this, don't send that, use this file format, not that, whatever the instructions. So when they're giving you instructions and they want things done a certain way by a certain time, the ability that the applicant has to follow those instructions shows respect, it shows earnestness, and it shows a willingness to, to really put their best foot forward for the, for the application and for the role. I've had many a time where, I, you know, you might see a job opening and it says cover letter optional. Send it. Don't think twice. Just because it's optional doesn't mean it won't be appreciated. Just because they don't mention that you can contact, you should contact, just because they don't require, I should say, you to contact the job poster person, doesn't mean you can't drop a friendly note and say hello. Going the extra mile, within reason, being polite, of course, is, is something that is underappreciated. And goes without saying that it's before, middle, and after, right? So you have everything leading to the interview. You have the interview itself. And then the thank you thereafter. So if you actually had a pleasant phone call 
or a Zoom call these days with the interviewer. Say thank you afterward and say, I'm looking forward to hearing back from you folks. And regardless, it was a pleasure meeting you and I wish you well. Maybe it goes your way, you get a call back. Maybe it doesn't go your way. You know, you can, uh, you can always be, um, you know, uh, one of their network members and stay connected on social media, such as LinkedIn. Point is, think about it as a multi-stage process rather than a one-time short conversation. Bring your best, bring your personality, and also bring as much as you can your, your earnest belief that you really do belong in the team, in the company, and in the position that you're applying for. Who knows? Maybe if you believe it, they'll believe it too. I think that's it for today, everybody. Enjoyed another week with you. Hope you're doing well. Feel free to come by our website, culturespeak.com. Drop us a line. If you enjoyed this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, it would be wonderful to get a share, subscribe, and a review. And uh, as always, have a wonderful week.